views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I just want to welcome all of you back to the show. I am so honored to be having a conversation with John Donnelly again uh, as he embarks on a national bike tour to fight uh, tick-borne diseases. Uh, his story is uh, heartbreaking as well as touching and, uh, and really uh, a, a pillar of courage for those of you out there that have been uh, aware of what tick-borne diseases are about. Lyme disease is one of the most talked about. There are others. He is now embarking. This 24-year-old uh, has joined forces with the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance to launch Bike Back for a Cure. And we're going to talk about this cross-country bike tour to build support, to shine the light of awareness on fighting uh, tick-borne diseases. And for those of you out there, Sunday, September 29th in San Francisco area, you're going to hear about the event. John, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Dr. Pat, thank you so much for that warm introduction. It's very exciting to be on the show and to uh, be in California. I just flew in last night, and it's amazing to see this all becoming real now. Well, let's talk about what it means to become real, because what's real real for you is that you have suffered with Lyme for over a decade. So let's start with that little glimpse of reality, if we could. Um, You, me, others, we're in this we're in this situation where we haven't been able to get any love around this, John. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, I know what you're saying. I mean, these illnesses aren't just complicated. They're very difficult to talk about. Yeah. Uh, But there's one thing that we can talk about. What does suffering look like, John? Um, You know, I, uh, I had a really bad case growing up as a kid had a bunch of different symptoms. I mean, this is a story that's, that happens to a lot of people, but I had a bunch of different symptoms, some neurological stuff, neck pain, and just massive crushing fatigue. Doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Um, eventually, half my face went paralyzed, which ended up being a total godsend because without that, I wouldn't have gotten tested and, and diagnosed with Lyme disease. Um, so that was when I first had an experience with this disease, and I felt very healthy throughout Mm -hmm. high school and for a little bit of college. And then a lot of these old symptoms returned, and I began to develop new bizarre ones, like, you know, really bad eyesight, um, lockjaw every time I yawned during class, um, tingling and numbness throughout my body, uh, vertigo, um, dizzy spells, stuff that probably shouldn't be happening to uh, a guy in his early 20s. And throughout this whole experience, I, I went to see doctors, and they couldn't put their finger on it. And what could have been a case that could have been treated with just a few weeks of antibiotics 
turned into something bigger because I had been um, harboring this, this illness and dealing with all this stuff for, for quite a long time. And uh, eventually I did get treatment, and after several months of treatment, I felt a lot better. And that's kind of where I am today, but after speaking with other patients and, uh, you know, looking at what my family went through, my story is not exceptional. Maybe the only thing exceptional about it is that I got a lot better after being sick for a pretty long time. Well, and that's really why what you're doing is so important. Because it's not too late. And, you know, for, for someone like you, and, and you met Chloe as well, um, to right. fight. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about fighting this disease for a couple of months or, oh, gee, I got a cold for a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Stacy was just on the show and she said, oh, my gosh, like it was an entire decade. And I relate to that as well. Uh, what do you feel uh, is for yourself? What do you feel about, you know, what you're doing, biking across the country? What do you feel that will do to help the cause? I I really hope it it raises awareness about these diseases. I really want to put a, a bullseye, so to speak, on these diseases and what a lot of people are going through. But, you know, it's an epidemic that's been somewhat hidden. It's been an invisible illness. And so I want to raise awareness and shine the light on these diseases, uh, generate funding for new research. I think that's critically important to uh, defeating these diseases. We really feel like a new, more accurate diagnostic test would be the, the linchpin to making a meaningful difference. But it's also about sharing stories and, and meeting the patients and listening to them. You know, maybe we as a Lyme and tick-borne disease community haven't told our stories the right way yet. We, we certainly haven't been heard by a lot of people. So I'm hoping that by meeting with a whole range of different patients from across the country, we can learn more about what these diseases are and what they mean to the people who suffer from them. Well, uh, here's something interesting that I want to share with you because this is, uh, this is kind of like a lot of people. I was reading, uh, I did a lot of, uh, of searching, and, and what's interesting is we're finding a lot of naturopaths in the greater Seattle Pacific Northwest that have been at the top uh, as, uh, of, of really working with people because there is such an openness for naturopaths in the Pacific Northwest. You go to Massachusetts, and it's actually, uh, it's, you cannot be a naturopath in the state of Massachusetts, which is interesting. Right. But here's what's happening, and I think as well. People are really looking at some ways to treat this that conventional medicine wouldn't look at. What do you think of that? I mean, I think the conversation just needs to be broadened. Because yeah. the, these diseases are so various, and what works for one person That's might right. not work for someone else. So we right. just got to open up the conversation and uh, allow the doctors and patients to have an open conversation where, you know, they figure out what, what works because we really don't know yet. I wanted to ask you a question about um, so far in this journey. I got to meet you up at Martha's Vineyard, which was beautiful. Um, and um, I wanted to ask you, what has this journey been like? How did, you, how did the idea 
to do the bike uh, tour across the country come up? Right. Um, that's a loaded question. But, um, you know, I wanted to do something for Lyme disease for a really long time. For, for a while, I thought I'd become a legal advocate. I'd, I'd go to law school and become a legal advocate for patients. But I really wanted to do something that was more immediate and maybe more large scale. So um, over winter break, I, was, I had a job as a sales consultant in New York City. It was a good life with, with a lot of great friends around me, um, but, but I felt a little bit uncalled, and I, I really wanted to do something for these diseases. And so I outlined this project, and I reached out to a few different national Lyme disease organizations and really felt that TBDA was, was ready to do this, and they had all the right people on board to make this happen. And since partnering with them, I've, you know, it, it's amazing how this turned into something um, with all the logistics and real people and being flown out to California now. So um, it's, it's amazing to see it all happening now, and it's something that's been evolving for several months. So I think we're, we're all ready. All the pieces are in place to have a really successful campaign and, uh, and a meaningful journey. You know, I wanted to, we're going to skip break here, John, because there's so much for us to talk about. You're going to be traveling the country. You're now in California. <clears throat> What's most exciting for you right now, knowing that, uh, you know, you're going to be out in the public here uh, soon in a day or two? Uh, what is it that um, really inspires you most? I think the people I'm going to meet, that was kind of the foundation of this idea, to meet and stay with people across the country. And, you know, I, I really do find each of these conversations to be very insightful. And, and this is stuff that needs to be um, shared with the world because uh, these are voices that I don't think have been heard yet. So I, I think it really is about the other people going through these diseases who haven't been heard yet. That's kind of my, my inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just talking to Stacy uh, a bit here before uh, you came on, and we were talking about a, a number of different things. We were talking about how Lyme disease affects our lives. We were talking especially about young folk. Uh, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is you got to meet Chloe. Um, yeah. you, got, you guys were kids. You were out playing. And then all of a sudden, you weren't. And what are the challenges for children? Are they different than adults? Because it seems like, you know, kids that don't want to get out of bed are first looked at as lazy, not like, wow, there's something uh. wrong with my kid. You know what I mean? Uh, no. Or maybe, maybe I'm just talking about myself as a kid right there. But, you know, don't you think it's a bit different? It, it's different because... Kids, um, I don't think, have the language yet to even articulate what they're going through. Oh, wow. Good point. When I was going through all this stuff, I was like, Mom, like, my head hurts. My my neck hurts. I don't know what's wrong with me. She's Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, maybe we should get you tested for ADD or ADHD. (laughs) Right. Right. And then I went to see the freaking chiropractor for a couple of years, and uh, that would provide temporary relief, but it wasn't getting to... The, the real root of this issue. So I think if you get it older, you know, when I had 
when I was going through this stuff in college, it, it was a lot easier for me to, to look at all my uh, symptoms in sort of an analytical way and be like, well, you know, that doesn't make sense. But as a kid, you're relying on other people to basically tell you what's wrong with you. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask you, when you're traveling, you're going to be speaking with people. People are going to be coming out, John, right? Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be riding with you. I actually got to meet some of those people up in Martha's Vineyard. Um, yep. There are doctors, there are folks that have been working with uh, uh, folks that have had tick-borne diseases, and there are many, and we're talking about Lyme disease right now, but boy, if we were to start to talk about all the co-infections, that would be a whole nother hour, right? <laughs> um, I think so. What have people said to you, John? What have folks said to you as you were traveling? Well, one question I've been asking patients is, if you had unlimited resources, Mm -hmm. to tackle this very serious issue, um, what would you do? Mm -hmm. And I've been getting a whole range of responses. I think the the main one, which is what we talked about a little bit earlier, is that patients need to be able to get treatment. Um, For a lot of people, they end up paying an insane amount of money to get that treatment, or uh, they, they have to kind of do this in, in private. So I, I think at first we got to take care of the whole human suffering problem, which is that people are dealing with this serious debilitating disease, but they're denied treatment for it. Uh, denied treatment. Let's be very clear about what that means. It's not just right. a denial of treatment. You know, one of the court cases that is going on now with the attorney general, I think in Connecticut has to do with the very issue of the guidelines, the medical guidelines, not even considering chronic Lyme a disease. I mean, you, you, it, there's not insurance that will even talk to you about it. Haven't you heard stories? I know we were talking to a couple of people up there that have pretty much had to use their life savings, sell their homes, and so forth. Isn't that, yep. um, and that's very specific to this, this disease or tick-borne diseases. Yeah, no, I, I see that. I mean, if if you have the uh, the wherewithal, you can get help to mm-hmm. defeat these diseases eventually. But if you don't, this is this is a massive social injustice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think uh, surprises the average person about the conversation about Lyme disease? What, what do you think surprises them? Are you getting any surprises from people that have not been in the loop, that have not been suffering, so yeah. to speak? You know, like we like to call them like normies, right? Yeah. You know, what, what are they like looking at you like, what? What are they saying to you, John? Yeah, I think, you know, even some of my uh, my friends, but, you know, that when I told them I, I was going through all this stuff, they're like, wait, no, you have Lyme disease. That just means you get a headache you're, you're tired sometimes. You can't think straight for maybe a couple weeks. And then you take three weeks of antibiotics and you're better mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just a very clear-cut um, understanding of these, you know, really complicated diseases that can be uh, quite threatening to your health in advanced stages. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I wanted to make sure everybody knew how to support you. So let's take a moment and do that. Uh, what is the best way for them to kind of follow along with you? I know that social media is is becoming very, very active to support mm-hmm. you. So would you mind telling folks about the website and also Twitter and Facebook and how they can right. uh, follow you along? Right. So, so the website for this campaign is Bite Back. For a cure.org. That's bitebackforacure.org. And then you can follow me on Twitter. That's at John Donnelly. And then TBDA also has a Twitter, and that's at TBD Alliance. And um, on Facebook, uh, you can also find out more about what we're doing, and we have a map up, and that's all at. Uh, the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, and, and that's on their Facebook page. So, um, you know, as we're talking to people and, you know, this live show, we're also going to be talking with you later on um, as well. Um, what would you like to see happen with uh, getting other people involved? You know, in, in an ideal world for you, uh, what would your call to action for folks listening to, to this show be? Um, I, I would love people to, to reach out to me and really just, uh, contribute to this campaign. And, you know, and I think probably the, the most obvious way they can do that is by sharing their story and, and letting their voice be heard and, um, by, you know, maybe offering a couch for me to stay on as I make my way across the country. Um, another way is, you know, we really like this. These diseases are drastically underfunded. So one of our main goals is to raise $50,000 for new research. And um, that, that's something that just started. So I, I think that's another key part of, the, of this whole campaign. Um, and, and just to, to get involved in, in any way possible by, you know, giving me some support, you know, writing me some notes. I mean, I'm going to be spending a lot of time on my keister in various degrees of pain, and I could certainly use some support and uh, encouragement along the way. Well, we're certainly going to be following you. I know Katina Macris is certainly going to be following you. Um, uh, we're hoping to expand what you're doing to cover more cities. And isn't that really the case? If people are listening to this, how can they get involved uh, to make sure that things are being continued or moved on? And if they want you to come to their city, what might they do about all of that? Um, the, the best way to do it is... I think to reach out to me through Facebook, all this stuff is, is really being uh, proliferated through social media. And um, if they could reach out to me, I would love to uh, make something happen in those different cities. And we now have a map up with all the specific cities that we're going to, and we're going to have um, a live map. So there will be a red dot showing where I am, and where I'm going to be. And that's kind of the best way to track me and, um, and engage me. Wow. You know, um, on, a, on a personal note, I want to talk with you about um, what the hard conversations are. You know, you get to meet a lot of people. You got to meet Chloe, uh, in fact. 
Uh, and yeah. what I, you know what I loved about that, John? Here both of you are, right? Didn't know each other before that event, before, you know, your opportunity to be there and, and speak to people. Uh, were you surprised to see another person of your age or did you kind of expect it? Um, it, it is a bit surprising just because <laughs> when I was going through the stuff in college, I, I didn't know a lot of people who had it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of like a friend of a friend would know someone who had Lyme disease and then we'd be set up on what seemed like a play date. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool to get to know Chloe. And I, I think her case is much more severe than what I went through. Like she, mm-hmm. she has experienced horrible uh, amounts of pain, something that no person should go through. And I think she's still in treatment now. Mm-hmm. So uh, having these conversations with patients, I realize how fortunate I've been and uh, j- just how much work there is to be done in raising awareness about these diseases and making sure people get the appropriate treatments. Yeah. John, it's such an honor to be chatting with you again. I, I know we're going to chat, have many, many conversations along the way. Um, uh, you know, our our job is to help uh, create a really exciting buzz around this, really shine awareness. And I want to thank you, and I want to thank everybody at Tick-Borne Disease Alliance and and the folks out there, Katina and others, that have said yes to having a voice. Because as you know, uh, the fear around coming out about Lyme disease uh, Mm -hmm. has been extraordinary. Uh, There are a lot of stigmas, a lot of trauma. So thank you for shining the light and and raising hope in action for people. One last question, your personal message. What would you like to leave us with? My personal message is basically just to to get involved in this and Mm -hmm. to go back to what what you just touched on, um, to be verbal and visible about what you're going through. We as a community maybe haven't been open enough about our diseases, and I hope that my speaking out and my biking across the country encourages others to uh, share their stories and to to stand up for what what has been a hidden epidemic so far. Well, I'm telling you, I'm in the gym doing the spinning classes, so in case we can get something going from Seattle to Portland or Seattle to Port Townsend, I'm getting myself in shape for you, John. Just so you know. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> well, we're going to make it happen in Seattle. And I hope for those of you listening that you know how to get a hold of John, get a hold of the folks at Tickborne Disease Alliance, make a phone call, find out how you can get involved in this. And let's make incredible transformative change now. Thank you, John. I'll be talking to you in a little bit. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. All right, everybody, this is cool. I'm telling you, thank goodness we're getting the word out finally. For those of you out there, if you want to find out more, make sure you're tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show later. Uh, And uh, go to the drpatshow.com website or transformationtalkradio.com. I want to just make sure that all of you know that there is so much information uh, that is being provided by the folks at Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. So go to the website, TBDA, or actually TBDalliance.org. That's TBDalliance.org. Or go ahead and visit BiteBackForACure.org. Lots of information. Please pass the word on. Uh, Follow John on Twitter Twitter at John Donnelly, and that's D-O-N-N-E. 
A-L-L-Y. John, D-O-N-N-A-L-L-Y. And get involved. Uh, Make a difference. This is the time. We're getting some incredible information out now about what is really going on, thanks to the people that are out there providing funding for research and education. Thank you guys for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time on the show. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit fightbackforacure.org. 